Alhamdulillah Medical Files are uh, really gaining uh, traction and uh, one of our favorites and uh, one of the anchor, anchors of the show is none other than a specialist family physician, our very own uh, Dr. Farooq Hafiji, uh, Dr. Saab and the listeners of uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening, Doc? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, alhamdulillah. Uh, everything's fine. Yeah, I hope everything's fine with you as well, Shafat. Absolutely, Doctor. But you know, looking at the scenario around us, uh, where you know the forces of Bathil are uh, really playing games or mind games uh, with the entire world, and that those with strong iman and those with taqwa, Alhamdulillah, can navigate through this uh, cesspool of lies. And uh, you know, many are being traumatized. Uh, children that are going to school are looking at pictures, which is so vivid, coming through social media, multimedia, and every move you make, you're seeing all this. So many are desensitized. You can see uh, these uh, different agents having T-shirts, killing two in one. You know, uh, blatantly, shamelessly saying that they kill the mother and they kill the the fetus within her, and so forth. Um, you know, doctor, it's uh, it's more than a trauma. It is uh, more like a tsunami of lies that has uh, hit mankind but it seems alhamdulillah that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his uh, you know in his uh, divine decree will bring an end to this but in the meantime uh, doctor you know you're a senior family physician how do we deal with this type of impact of you know lies coming through the trauma that you know uh, people are going through i mean our children perhaps uh, you know are we sitting with them and conscientizing them you know, to be careful, you know, this is how what is happening. How do we talk to children and especially, you know, even those mothers that are expecting now and they're watching what's happening in Gaza, doctor? What goes through your mind as a, you know, with someone that's senior in your field and with a lot of hikmah, Dr. Farooq Hafiji? Bismillah. Well, uh, you know, I, I uh, you can see the tide turning. Uh, against uh, what has been happening all these decades uh, and uh, uh, you know we have we've noticed a whole change now uh, with uh, what uh, Israel has been doing um, in the last uh, few decades uh, the, the narrative has remained the same throughout and uh, this has caused major problems uh, in understanding the issue uh, of Palestine with most of the people <clears throat> but what has happened now, the lies have been exposed and uh, <clears throat> it has been made abundantly clear that uh, what uh, the narrative of the, of, of the occupier uh, is not true and uh, that uh, the nar- uh, there's a new narrative now, thanks to social media, which they cannot control. Uh, and, and that has now brought out the truth about what... Uh, uh, the real situation there is in uh, in uh, uh, in Palestine. So um, that, that is a real plus for all of us uh, and for the Palestinians, of course, because now with the truth coming out, people can now see for themselves, not only read, but see for themselves with videos uh, what's, uh, what's actually happening. So what you see is I see and everybody else sees uh, what's happening there, what's not happening on the ground. And you know, uh, pictures are better than words, so people are, are, are really uh, are now connecting with the Palestinians. And all those people who were on the borderline, on the fence before, have now fallen towards pro-Palestine. And a lot of the people who were supporting Israel before have now also started supporting Palestine. So there is a whole wave of like a tsunami of, of support for the Palestinians. And, and in, in, in whatever happens, I think Hamas has already won the war as far as uh, the, the, the ideology is concerned. Uh, they've lost a lot of um, people, a uh, injur- lot of injuries, uh, but I can tell you that the whole world is now, um, the majority of the world is now supporting the Palestinians. This has never happened before, and that's something that we, need, we all need to celebrate. Yeah, yes, Doctor, you know, you uh, encapsulated that uh, brilliantly. And also within the House of Islam, uh, it has uh, brought out the Munafikins. I mean, uh, the, uh, especially Muslim leadership. Uh, shocking indeed, uh, blatantly, some of them, some of uh, the so-called Muslim countries have voted in favor of uh, this uh, genocide and so forth. Uh, Allah, you know, Allah have mercy on uh, us and may Allah keep us on the straight and narrow and may we leave this dunya 
in the state of Iman and not in the state of hypocrisy. Now, doctor, you know, there's a, there's a psychological concern. There's anxiety and panic attacks, fear, anxiety, irritability, obsessions, compulsions, shock and disbelief, emotional numbing and detachment, depression and shame and guilt, especially if the person dealing with this uh, thing, this true trauma is, you know, getting involved or getting into that. And uh, perhaps if you have family members there and, you know, we have an emotional attachment to Gaza, we have an emotional attachment uh, to, uh, you know, uh, Masjid al-Aqsa and so forth. So, you know, doctor, when you look at all this and you start seeing the different types of uh, trauma that's coming through, how do you identify this in uh, perhaps in cl our close family members when I mean, we're looking at them and you notice suddenly, all of a sudden, when they're exposed to this type of thing, uh, there is a vast change in their behavior, uh, doctor? Uh, yes, it's frustration uh, that they cannot uh, do anything to help uh, help the situation. It has uh, really affected the young people as well. And I see uh, even the 10, 12-year-olds are now following the news uh, to see what's happening, uh, which is good for them because they need to know what, what's actually happening. Uh, but uh, it is traumatizing for the little ones, uh, for the 6 to 10-year-olds or even younger. Uh, they are they, Because they don't understand and they don't think like how we think. Um, so it is, a, it is quite traumatizing for them. Uh, but, you know... Um, the, the, the older ones, yes, uh, and, and you know, you can have uh, a, a post-traumatic stress syndrome developing in some of the people who are, who are actually watching this. People who are sensitive, we're all different. Uh, some of us are a bit stronger, a bit, uh, uh, a, a bit more resilient. Uh, and some, of us are, some, of, uh, some of us are very uh, soft and sensitive. And, and those are the people that may be affected very badly with this. And they need to talk about it if they have a problem. Uh, but it, it can it can cause, uh, although uh, although we haven't suffered the trauma directly, it can uh, it can affect us mentally uh, with the trauma that uh, that we are seeing. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, we need to be careful and we need to look at our family members to see if they are displaying any symptoms of post-traumatic uh, stress uh, disorder. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I can go through the symptoms, and you can have a, you can see whether any any of your family members are are, are suffering from from those symptoms. You know, um, if we can uh, if we can just uh, understand what actually happens, uh, we can then uh, try and uh, uh, minimize uh, the mental health issues in our own people uh, around us. Uh, so. You know, the, the the symptoms are, you know, uh, they, they may see these flashbacks of these videos uh, when they are quiet and they are lying down or when they are, when they are alone. They may get flashbacks of these images that you see on on uh, on the videos. Uh, and that's well, that's a sign of post-traumatic stress disorder. You may get you may also get some intrusive recollections of what what you read or what uh, what you heard. Uh, about what's going on there, uh, and that can play on your mind as well, over and over and over, like a like a recorder. Uh, you can become hyper arousal, which means that uh, you know now the with the fireworks around, uh, you hear a bang and and you 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 respond uh, uh, in an exaggerated fashion. Um, that's also another sign that uh, that you know you you may have you, you may have a post traumatic stress disorder, and of course. Uh, uh, the the the, uh, the most severe form will be uh, what we call emotional numbing, uh, where you don't feel. After a while, you don't feel anything, and and you say to yourself, you know what? I've seen so many children dying, and yet I don't feel anything. Uh, I don't feel any, any no feelings, and that's emotional numbing. Uh, and that's also part of post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, so all these put together uh, can lead to mental disorder and. Mental disorder that it leads to is anxiety and depression. If if it's left untreated, uh, it eventually leads to anxiety and depression. Uh, and and if we see that in our family members, we should uh, we should take it apart on ourselves to try and help them uh, and have them understand, uh, uh, talk about it, uh, and also uh, let them talk about it when they are ready to talk about it. Uh, and uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, Information is uh, is vital. The more information you give them, the better they feel. 
Absolutely, doctor. And, uh, you know, you talk about uh, having that uh, mental, uh, you know, uh, disorder or even the, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the one I, uh, that caught my ear was the emotional uh, numbing. And uh, that is a feeling of being desensitized uh, to what's going on. And eventually, uh, perhaps a young soul uh, that is watching, and if they succumb to this uh, emotional numbing, um, they'll become someone that, that will, uh, uh, I mean, will uh, take violence for granted, will take killing for granted, like it's like one of those things. And maybe, you know, when they've got a firearm in, the, uh, in their hands, uh, they could be enacting all these scenes because they become totally... Uh, emotionally gone, uh, uh, doctor? Yes, it can happen, but uh, the emotional numbing is usually to do uh, with, uh, with, the, with the trauma itself. So, so they will look at images of kids being, you know, of the, 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 uh, the dead bodies of children, and it won't, you know, they don't feel anything about it. Uh, they don't, they look at the image and they'll, they'll just shrug their shoulders that it doesn't mean anything to them. Uh, that, that that's what actually happens. Uh, so um, that's they, they, it's not that they are not concerned about it, but uh, their mind has found a way uh, to prevent them from being from being traumatized further. So so to, to for the mind to stop the person from getting traumatized further, it it creates a numbing effect, which means that uh, it it you, know, you can show as many bad images as you want. It means nothing to that person. Hey, doctor, then uh, I'm looking at a message here from uh, Appa Khatija. She says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm really enjoying uh, you and Dr. Farooq Hafiji. A lot of hikmah coming through. Doctor, I would like to advise uh, those that are living in uh, flats, uh, couples of two uh, who have two children, that they should uh, connect with the, uh, with the main family also, perhaps at weekends, and talk about the situation. Because I know in my neighborhood, we have all got together and we collected quite a sizable amount of money for uh, the people of Gaza and given it to a reputable organization to distribute it there. And you can feel uh, the uh, type of importance this is because even the children look confident, the uh, community is confident, and uh, they've taken the reality of what's going there to be at the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Please, uh, doctor, advise those that are feeling isolated to get in touch with the extended family members who are thinking uh, very positively now. I think uh, Gaza is uh, uniting the world, is even bringing non-Muslims closer to Islam. Doctor, how would you uh, respond to uh, Sister Khatija there? Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, and uh, yes, it is. Um, and uh, uh, what's, uh, what's happening, the attitude of people is changing. That's why I said earlier that I think Hamas has already won the war. Whatever is happening physically now uh, is a survival, survival for the leaders uh, of the oppressors. Uh, and uh, they're trying. They're trying to survive the the political fallout that's going to occur uh, once this is over, uh, and 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 therefore they're putting more pressure on it to try and succeed. Uh, but uh, you, you know, as far as we're concerned, that uh, war is carrying on, and we need to adjust. Uh, we we can't get involved in that war. Uh, you know, physically, we can't get involved. Um, so uh, so there is a a feeling of uh, desperation, a feeling of. Uh, frustration, uh, a feeling of, of uh, despondency, not knowing what to do and how to help these people. But, you know, as I say, there, there is another war that's going on, uh, and that's a, that's a war that we need to get involved in. Uh, and that's a war of information, that uh, the, tr- the truth. Uh, we must now get involved in spreading the truth. We must get involved in, in, in whatever, whatever chance we get. Uh, we need to inform people about what's going on. Uh, we need to take the narrative away from the oppressor and 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 give it to the to the to the oppressed. Uh, we need to help them in 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 uh, creating awareness all over the place. Uh, we need to help them by funding them, by sending money to them uh, for 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 uh, for medical purposes or for uh, whatever else uh, the rehabilitation of that area. Uh, we need to donate to them. Uh, and, and, uh, and and also uh, we need to uh, psychologically help them. So we uh, so, so the messages that go to them to them must be positive from us, uh, so that uh, uh, their morale improve, improves. Um, uh, of course, you can see how strong the iman is, and and we need to learn from that as well, and 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 try and emulate them as far as the iman is concerned. 
Um, the, uh, uh, so, so that war that I'm talking about, uh, we need to not, not only do it now, we need to continue doing it uh, all the time. Uh, even the boycotting of businesses and boycotting of, of whatever services, um, uh, that, that's, that's also a very important element of, of what we need to do to try and help uh, the situation uh, in whichever way we can. Whatever opportunity we get, whatever whatever it is, uh, you know, if we have enough money, we can make pamphlets and give the pamphlets out, uh, you know, at shopping centers, wherever, you know, discourage people from shopping in, in at at, uh, at uh, shops that support the oppressor, you know, uh, and in that way, uh, we can get we can be part of this whole war that's going on but in a secondary fashion, not primary, but second. Primary will be the war there. Secondary will be the sideline issues that we can get involved in sitting far away from, from where the action is. So I think that's, that's important. And, and of course, you brought in the extended family system, which is also very important because the more people talk about it, uh, the better it is. Uh, kids are listening. Uh, so, and then we, we, must, we must always uh, send a positive vibe to children um, and show them how uh, how resilient these people are, and how they are how they are sticking so uh, so um, uh, tenaciously with the uh, uh, with iman, and and how they are uh, they are the, even even the uh, you know in this bad time they are they're still reading the Quran and they are still making du'a and uh, asking us to 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 do the same for them and making asking us to make du'a for them, and and this is the true test of iman for them. Uh, and uh, we really salute them as far as that is concerned. And we need to teach our children to emulate that. Uh, well said there, Dr. Bhai Latif says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Farooq Hafiji. I'm a big fan of yours uh, for many years. Uh, Jazakallah khair for still being uh, with us on uh, Medical Files. Doctor, I have a problem here. My grandson is writing metric this year, and he's told me upfront, he told me not to be disappointed if he fails metric because he says uh, Gaza has affected him uh, mentally. Uh, what should I do? Can I give him something uh, for his nerves to tell him no? It wasn't that. In my times, my mother used to give me milk with almonds and sometimes raw eggs in milk. Please, uh, doctor, can I give this to my grandson and tell him not to make Gaza a pretext or a, an excuse for his uh, forthcoming failure? Doctor, how do you respond to that? Yes, I would, uh, I would support the last, the last of what you said. I think that may be an excuse for his for his not studying uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. taking advantage taking advantage of the situation. Yes, almond almond milk is very good. Almonds because it have it has omega three omega six uh, and milk it has proteins in it. So uh, so you you know you you it's a good drink uh, and uh, it won't do him any harm. It will be only good for him. But don't fall for his excuses about. The, about this Gaza, this uh, Gaza war that's creating, uh, uh, that, that's diverting him from his uh, from his studies. Uh, I don't think that'll hold water. Absolutely, the light is uh, sharp. Uh, yes, uh, the high uh, Latif, and you know what? They can uh, give you anything. They can spin. They become uh, spin doctors. Uh, this question uh, from. Um, Fozi Masi, she says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Farooq Hafiji. I don't know. All my uh, grandchildren have phones and they're only looking at the pictures on the phone. I told the father and mothers, take the phone away. Don't give the children phone now. It is very bad for them. How do you advise a doctor? How do you advise a Fozi Masi there? Is she making the right call? Take the phones away from all the children, uh, doctor. Yes, I would agree with that. The children shouldn't be shown these images. And they shouldn't be shown these gruesome pictures of what's going on. Uh, it's not good for them uh, because children also develop post-traumatic uh, stress syndrome uh, with by just watching things and uh, and identifying with them. Uh, so it's a good idea not to not to show children and not to discuss gruesome things in front of children. Always be careful about who's around you when we are talking about this. Uh, when you say children up to about 10, 11 years old. Above, say, twelve and on, they should know. They should really know, and uh, and we should uh, we should explain to them what's going on because they are more understanding. Uh, they they you know they, they their thinking is more more towards adult thinking. Uh, so in that way, uh, it it will be okay for those for those to to watch. But 
but definitely not under children, children under eight, 10 years old uh, shouldn't be exposed to this kind of violence. I look at this message, Jay says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. I would like to share a story with you. Uh, when I was uh, younger, I had a very bad experience. And uh, now after I'm in my late 50s, that experience keep on coming back to my mind. I don't want to say much because it was more of a sexual nature and it happened to do with a very close family member. What do I do? Because this is more like a psychological trauma. I read and I pray and I feel like uh, uh, reporting this to uh, uh, the family members, but I don't want to do this because it will upheaval, cause upheaval to many other family members. Please, uh, doctor, you as a senior physician, please advise me. Doctor, how do you react here? Well, this is a typical post-traumatic stress syndrome or disorder that hasn't been resolved. Hasn't been resolved. See, that's how. That's why it's so important to resolve this at an early stage, because it can affect the person throughout their life. If you don't resolve it, it will affect the person throughout their life. And this is a typical example of what what actually happens. It's unresolved, unresolved. Uh, 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 um, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and and, and uh, the thing to do for, for for them you see you can't change the situation the event has happened uh, so you, you can't uh, you can't undo it uh, and and there's nothing much you can do to the person who did it to you uh, what you what they need to do is to understand that the, 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 the that uh, the episode is over and it was an unpleasant experience and uh, now it's over. It's, it's um, hopefully it won't happen again, uh, and uh, and that they are safe at the moment, and uh, they're unharmed at the moment, and their health is fine. So all the positive things, you need to talk about all the positive things in their life, and all the negative things that come come into the into their mind, uh, they should they should ignore. They should completely ignore, uh, because that's shaitan. That, that shaitan will put all the negative thoughts. And uh, words like uh, what if uh, I should have uh, or I could have, uh, these are words that shouldn't be used. Uh, and if they come, they come into our thoughts, uh, we should drive those thoughts out from our head because those are the negative thoughts that shaitan puts into our head. Uh, so uh, because the, the incident has happened already, there's nothing much you can do about the incident. Um, so, uh, you know, what if I what if I did this? I could have done this. I should have done this, but you didn't. The problem is you didn't, and and therefore it's useless going over those thoughts because uh, it's emotional wasting thoughts. Those are emotional wasting thoughts. Uh, so positive thoughts, you're fine. Everything's okay now. Uh, you haven't been uh, permanently uh, physically disabled, uh, so you so you came out of it quite okay. That's resilience. And in fact, that's why, uh, you know, you take two, two people, one with resilience and the other one who's sensitive, uh, and you put them through the same trauma, uh, the one who's resilient will come out much better than the one who's sensitive and soft. So the person who's sensitive and soft needs to become a little more resilient uh, and, uh, and, acceptor, and accepting. Uh, this is what hap has happened to me. It's happened, it's gone, it's passed, and that's it. Uh, Jazakallah for that, uh, doctor. Uh, brother says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, please, uh, doctor, I'm trying to compare my notes here with you. I uh, recently underwent a terrible divorce where the wife uh, virtually took everything away from me. Now I can't trust anyone, and even I'm uh, become an introvert. I was once upon a time someone uh, the public enjoyed, and I enjoyed the public. Now I enjoy no one. I'm just uh, someone like a shell without a soul. Doctor, how you respond to this, uh, brother? Is he undergoing some type of trauma here? Yeah? No, that's depression. That what you're describing is is uh, is depression. Uh, this person is depressed and needs help, uh, and uh, there is help available for this kind of thing. And he just needs to see a, a counselor or a uh, you know somebody who would would be able to assist him to get out of this depression. Uh, and uh, he needs it urgently. Otherwise, he's going to get more and more into depression and, and create major problems for himself. This is typical depression followed following the divorce. Uh, and I'm sure thoughts are going through his mind over and over and over and over again. The same bad thoughts are, that he has 
he has encapsulated in his mind. The same thoughts are going on and on and on in his head. Uh, he needs to get that out, out of his head. And uh, the counseling will do that quite nicely. And if, and if counseling alone doesn't work, there's medication also available to try and get him out of this depression. Medication that's not addictive and not lifelong. It's just, a, just for about a year or so. And, and he should come out of this, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Farooq Afiji and Brother Shafa Samad Khan. I'm enjoying the show and I have a sad story to tell. I grew up in a neighborhood uh, which was uh, uh, which was full of uh, traumatic events that had uh, shooting, stabbing and a robbery and so forth. And in one instance, I was stabbed. I'm uh, 38 years old now because of the, this uh, bullying and the violence and my childhood, uh, my childhood experiences. I haven't married. How can I get over this? Because what Morana tells me, half your Iman is in marriage and other half is living it right. I can't get the other half because of what the other half has done to me. Please, uh, doctor, advise. It's a powerful question, Doc. Yes, uh, again, uh, Shafat, this is, uh, this is unresolved post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, this person has suffered uh, a, a traumatic experience and hasn't come to terms with it. And uh, that is what that is what dragging is dragging this person down, uh, and of course, as I said earlier, uh, unresolved post-traumatic stress disorder leads to anxiety and depression, and uh, looks like this person is now going into depression as well. And there may be there may be elements of anxiety uh, in him, uh, and he, he needs to be he needs to have this treated, uh, and uh, this you can't do on your own. You you have to have somebody. Uh, somebody trained to try and help you. And Alim may be able to help you, and Alim who's, who's, uh, who's uh, familiar with counseling, uh, they may be able to help you, uh, or a counselor, uh, or, and, or, a, or your doctor that may be, uh, may be able to help you. Now, if again, if you can't come out of it on your own, uh, you may need some help uh, uh, to try and get over it. Uh, Sister Gulshan says, uh, Doctor, try and help me out here. Is it true that uh, we can get over trauma that is uh, caused by nature, for example, tsunamis and floodings and so forth, but when uh, traumas are caused by man-made uh, disasters such as wars, genocides, and all that we're seeing now, uh, it is uh, a challenge for us, and it's uh, unlikely that we can overcome that because it is a terrorist attack on our psychology. Uh, Gulshan says it very eloquently. Uh, doctor, how do you uh, respond to her? Uh, yes, uh, trauma is trauma. You know, whether it's uh, natural disasters or whether it's somebody did something to you, a robbery or a gunpoint or, or, or some uh, car accident or whatever it was that caused the problem. Uh, the trauma is trauma. Your mind will react in the same, in the same sort of way. Uh, but with humans, another element comes in. And that, that element is uh, the question of how could they do that? How could a person do that? Uh, and that's what that's what's nagging a lot of people with uh, with what's going on at the moment in in Gaza. Uh, you know, the, people can't fathom how human beings can behave like animals and uh, and treat people like animals when they 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 treat their own animals better. How can they? Uh, you know, mm. so the question question that how can they ever do that? And that's that's the burning question. And that question uh, can, can, can have severe repercussions in our minds because we don't expect humans to behave like this. Uh, we don't expect humans to bomb hospitals and, and kill children and kill infants and, and turn, off the, uh, turn off the electricity and, and stop the fuel and allow little kids in incubators to die. Uh, this, is, uh, this is something that we can't fathom in our minds that human beings can lower themselves to that level. Uh, of of uh, of of uh, you know um, of behavior worse than animals, so uh, that that sort of thinking can create um, a mindset uh, like a, like a, a mindset that gives up with the world and uh, and and what it contains. Uh, again, you know we have a beautiful religion, and that is what is helping the people of Gaza at the moment. We have a beautiful religion which allows us to leave everything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's very important. You remember, even when what is happening in, 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 in Gaza at the moment, 
Allah Ta'ala is in control. We mustn't forget that. Allah Ta'ala is in control of everything and everything is in control of Allah, of Allah Ta'ala. Why He's allowing to do this, we don't know. It's, it's Allah Ta'ala's wisdom that He's allowing this to happen. And He's testing people. He's testing everybody. He's testing the, the oppressor. He's testing the victim. He's testing the people like us all over the world. He's testing uh, uh, lead, uh, leaders of countries. He's testing the population of countries. What a big test it is by, by Allah Ta'ala to all of us. Everyone in this world is being tested by this one, one single incident that's taking place uh, in Gaza. And I think we need to, we need to, we need to understand this. Uh, and, uh, and, and the people of Gaza have, have really understood this very well. They're regarding it as a test. And they have told the children that this is, this is a test. And uh, uh, that Allah Ta'ala is testing them for a better world. Uh, and uh, uh, they, they need to just take it as it comes, uh, resist as much as they can. But if, uh, if their life is taken, is taken Allah Ta'ala will sort them out uh, with a beautiful uh, um, Jannah and, and, and a beautiful place after, after they've passed away. And that's a dua that we, make, we need to make for them. Uh, and that's how, that's how the, the Gaza people are becoming resilient. It's the religion that's making them resilient. And you can see on their faces the resignation of what's going around them. You can see that they, are, they have just allowed things to happen now because it's out of their control. It's completely out of their control. They have left the control to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they have asked Allah ta'ala, you do as you wish. And if you want to take my life, you can take my life. There's no problem. Now, having that kind of attitude really helps the post-traumatic uh, 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 post-traumatic um, stress disorder. It helps them uh, because they have now passed the responsibility on to someone else, and that is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And they've taken the responsibility away from them, so they don't have to think very much about what's going on. They've just left it to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and that's one of the lessons that we need to learn. Doctor, you said that very eloquently. And one of the things you said was, uh, you know, talking about the uh, dog-loving nation. I mean, I remember reading this article 20 years ago where it says uh, the West have become a dog-loving nation where, you know, they will spend uh, thousands and thousands on the dogs and take it to the dog parlor and give it this treatment and that treatment, give it the best of foods. And sometime when they die, they leave the will to, to the dogs and so forth. How can uh, human beings show more love for perhaps animals than over for for the fellow human beings, is ideology such a powerful entity that because of ideology you'll kill your own brother or sister, doctor? Yes, that's that's a problem. That's a problem with these ideologies. They 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 have to be. We have to stop it, and the world has to stop it. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, there are powerful countries who are supporting this bigotry attitude, uh, and uh, you know. Uh, that's creating a problem. That's creating a very big stumbling block. But I see from recent recent uh, uh, statements that are coming out from these people, from these leaders, uh, that they have now slightly changed their attitude. Uh, but that's not enough. They need to really come down hard on these people uh, who are treating treating other people uh, with such uh, disdain, with such uh, cruelty. You know? Doctor, you know, yeah, really you think of that and it really makes you think. And then, then I'm looking at a message here. It's from uh, Ismail Vauda. He says, Assalamu alaikum. A great show indeed, uh, Bruce Schaff. Keep it up. Dr. Farooq is uh, truly a gem. He says, uh, Doctor, viewing these images over and over can overwhelm our nervous system and uh, create uh, traumatic uh, stress. And I know for, doc, uh, for, for once that when I make my zikr and uh, when I close my eyes, I can sleep properly. But many cannot do that. Uh, how do we deal with traumatic stress? Uh, do we get into more of a spiritual mode? And uh, will uh, dawa and uh, dawa and ibadat uh, dawa? It's not dawa. They, dawa means medicine, I think. Dawa and uh, uh, and and medication help, uh, doctor. And 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 uh, but uh, mediation, medi medic, what's it? Meditation, sorry, help, uh, doctor. Yes, I think we need to also, uh, you know. Uh, leave this to Allah SWT and, and say to ourselves that look it's, it's Allah Ta'ala's plan whatever it is it's Allah Ta'ala's plan 
and, and Allah Ta'ala is trying to do something here, which we don't understand. And so we leave it to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala uh, and uh, try and uh, we cannot control anything. We, can, we, not, we cannot control um, uh, people. Uh, we cannot control what's going on. So it's just out of our control. Uh, so, uh, so we need to turn and, and, and do things that, are, that can have a positive impact on what's going on around uh, and that's why I said earlier, we should get involved in things that support support the oppressed. We need to get involved in, in things that uh, that will enhance the, uh, the, the 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 narrative that's going around. Uh, try and try and kill the the, the, the untruths, the lies, and 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 fill it up with the truth. Uh, that's what we need to do, and all of us should do this. And uh, if we do this, then you find that your, the effect of this trauma on us uh, will be will be mitigated, uh, and uh, uh, we 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 will we will find ourselves in a better space. But uh, and and we also need to talk about this uh, with people. And and if the if the images are overwhelming, we should perhaps not look at it. Uh, put the phone away, and uh, just you know, uh, don't don't. Don't look at it. Uh, if 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 we find uh, find that we are having a problem uh, assimilating it. Yes, sir, doctor. This message says, uh, Doctor Farooq Kafiji, Salaamu Alaikum, and uh, the listeners also, Brother Shafak. Please ask uh, Doctor Farooq Kafiji. Um, I'm feeling uh, sad and have uh, very hopeless indeed. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to re- recover from this. If only there's a victory for the Muslims, then I think my spirits will come high and come right. How can doctor uh, help me? Maybe I should take some medication that will make me feel happy. Doctor, how you respond to this uh, message? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's despondency from what's happening. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it can go on to depression if we allow it to continue. So we need to, to stamp it out uh, before it gets entrenched in our minds. Uh, and, and the way to do that is to Try and again think of positive things and positive things to do, and keep ourselves busy doing positive things that that will uh, that, that that will help the people who are who are being oppressed. Uh, and in in whatever way you can, in whatever way you can, we we should you know even if it means stop supporting people, stop supporting companies that uh, that are supporting the oppressor. That's a major thing. If we can do that. If we can do that, not for not for one month, not for two months, but forever, we should just stop supporting all these uh, businesses uh, that support the oppressor, and and we should just there's enough information on this on social media to do that, and that that can be, be a, that can be a very powerful thing for us for ourselves or for mentally that we at least we are doing something uh, to help them. Um, of course, if you know, we must look for signs of depression. And the signs of depression would be like not enjoying things anymore. Uh, the pleasure of things that you used to have pleasure in doing before are not there anymore. Uh, you may have problems with the sleep disturbances, either sleeping too much or not sleeping enough or waking up in the morning, uh, two, three in the morning and unable to sleep after that. Uh, these are sleep disturbances. There may be appetite changes where you either uh, lost your appetite or you may eat a lot. Uh, either way, it, it, the depression can do both, uh, depending on the on the individual. And of course, there's a loss loss of self-esteem, uh, where you don't feel like you don't feel good about yourself anymore, and you don't feel that you are capable anymore. Um, these are all symptoms of depression, uh, and, and a mood change, which is a sadness. You know, you, you you feel sad all the time. You find it difficult to to laugh or look look at anything that would make you laugh, uh, and. Uh, these are things that we need to look out for. If, if we have these symptoms, these are symptoms of depression. And uh, uh, this needs to be addressed. Uh, it needs to be addressed by counseling. And if counseling alone doesn't fix it, there's medication available to help uh, people who have this problem. Looking at this message, it says, uh, Babu says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Farooq Hafiji. Since uh, the drama started in Gaza, my heartbeat is uh, becoming like a racing heartbeat. Why is this so, doctor? Yes, you know, when we are stressed, our body produces hormones. 
And the two hormones that it produces very easily when, when we are stressed is cortisol, cortisol and uh, adrenaline. It's, it's the adrenaline that speeds up the heart, raises the blood pressure uh, and may make you perspire. Uh, it's, it's adrenaline that, that, uh, uh, that, can, that pumps up, your, 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 gives you palpitations. Um, and uh, because you, you know, it's, a, it's upsetting you so much uh, that you are now uh, in a situation where you think that you are that you need to do something, and you are you are, you you becoming you becoming emotionally emotionally entangled uh, in the thing. So now you need to distance yourself from it because you are not in it, and you have to tell yourself that you are not in it. You are you are here down at home in South Africa, and uh, you 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 know um, that you need to help people in a, in a more positive way rather than suffering yourself and, and putting the blame on yourself and, and creating a problem for your own mental health. Uh, so we need to turn it around and, and, and start going, getting going to help, to help these people in whichever way we can. Dr. Farooq Hafiji, I'm a female of uh, 56. I get uh, startled easily. What can I do to stop this uh, type of behavior because it's becoming embarrassing? <clears throat> Doctor? Some, something happened in the past that has created this. Uh, again, is part of post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, hyperarousal, we call it. Uh, and and uh, this happens, if this happens, that something happened to this person as a child. Somebody scared this child very badly, uh, or she had a scare experience, uh, whatever it was, which was unresolved. See, it's unresolved because she didn't resolve it at that time. It was left, and because it was left, it is still there. It hasn't been removed from her brain, it hasn't been removed from her thinking, uh, with the result that it's now affecting her. So now she needs, go, she needs to go back to that traumatic event which caused that in the first place. And then from there, work out and, and, and try and resolve that. Even if it's now 20, 30 years ago, you need to sit and resolve that issue that created the problem. And you find that this, this uh, being startled will go away. Uh, doctor, what about those uh, always in the, the uh, you know condition of edginess and agitation? You notice that uh, they're just about to get triggered, and you know generally it gives you that feeling. Hey, I better keep away from this uh, person that's full of edginess uh, and agitation, doc. Yeah, they say uh, anxiety is contagious. So, so if you see a person who's anxious, you will also feel anxious. Uh, it, you know, you, you feel something is wrong. And, and in fact, people who are anxious, uh, people don't, you know, their friends don't like to spend much time with them because uh, they become anxious themselves. So anxiety is not a very good thing. It's, it's really a, 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 it's a sad thing. It's, it's very bad. Uh, and uh, people who have anxiety, what you've, dis what you've just described is anxiety. Uh, and uh, uh, this needs to be, uh, they, they need help. People who have this problem need help. Uh, to resolve it, but sometimes they go on living like this for so many years that they don't think that there's anything wrong with them. They think that that's how, that's who they are. But in fact, it's not. It's not like that. The fact that the fact is that they have been suffering from anxiety for so long that it has become part of their life. But anxiety is not a very nice thing. It's not a very healthy thing. It creates a lot of tension in the body, and it, and it can lead to high blood pressure over a long period of time and heart disease. So we need to address this anxiety issue uh, in an appropriate way and try and find a way in which to, to calm down to, uh, again, re reading the Quran, making zikrullah, contemplating about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his creation uh, is a marvelous way of trying to calm down and taking taking the anxiety away. But, but you know, together with that, you need, the, the person needs to clear their mind they need to clear the mind of the threat or the danger of whatever happened in the past that created the anxiety. So they need to go back again to where the anxiety started and what started it, what triggered it. Uh, and and, 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 and uh, that should have been addressed at that time, but it doesn't, it's not too late. They can, they can go back there again and try and address the issue and try and resolve it. And you find that the anxiety will start uh, decreasing. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's a show, you know, it can affect your sleep. You, you won't get enough sleep. Uh, you have restless sleep. You wake up in the morning and you feel that you haven't slept 
and you want to go back to bed, uh, your thinking is affected, you can't think straight, uh, you can't make decisions properly, you become indecisive, uh, uh, you, 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 know, you, you're, you become forgetful because you can't remember things because your mind is preoccupied. It's not that you're becoming de demented not de or suffering from dementia, but it's actually uh, a preoccupied mind. Uh, because of a preoccupied mind, you're not taking in what's happening around you. Uh, you need to ground yourself. You need to stay in the moment. You need to learn to be in the present, what's happening now, not what's going to happen in the next hour or two or next day, uh, and also not what has happened in the past, except only to go there to resolve the, the thing that has triggered the anxiety. So uh, a lot of work needs to be done here. Uh, but it can be done, and it takes time. It takes a while. It takes uh, quite a bit of time to resolve it. Uh, but it needs to be done. And most people who have this problem, uh, they don't. They, they don't see it as such, and they really don't. They reject help, and and they just continue doing that all the time, you know. And and it creates a problem for them because uh, they find after a while that they don't have very many friends because uh, their friends feel this anxiety and try not to. Uh, not to be with them. Uh, so, uh, and, and, and a lot of people uh, with this kind of uh, uh, anxiety, uh, substance abuse is a very big thing. Uh, they find comfort in taking drugs uh, to, try, to try and calm them down. Uh, so, and they may start with taha or marijuana. They may start with that and then go on to other things uh, that may calm them down and they feel that uh, that's what they need. They need something to calm them down. In the meantime, they are not addressing the cause of the uneasiness. That's what needs to be attended to, the cause of the problem. Uh, treating it uh, with, uh, with, with drugs, substance abuse, is not the right way to go. And we are Muslims, of course, we don't drink alcohol, but those who are not Muslim, uh, they will go into alcohol as well because alcohol will calm them down, and that's how they become addicted to alcohol. Uh, over a long period of time. Again, treating the symptoms, not treating the cause of it. You need to go and find the cause of it and treat the cause of it, and the symptoms will go away. Looking at a message from Musa. Musa says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat Khan and Dr. Faru Kafiji. I just turned 63 a few days ago, and guess what, doctor? I couldn't believe it. Aches and pains started engulfing me. I was fit all these times. Could it be a psychological thing that I'm thinking I'm 63 and the pains have come? Please, uh, doctor, I used to play a lot of uh, tennis. I used to do a lot of swimming. And I also uh, did a lot of uh, bad badminton. Badminton, yeah, that's right. Uh, doctor, how you respond to Musa here? Uh, yes, Musa is suffering from a typical thing that happens as you get older. And it usually starts at the age of about 60. We have muscles and joints which have been overworked all these years. Uh, it's wear and tear problems that, that start arising uh, and causing pain and discomfort. Um, nothing, nothing serious, these are mechanical issues, mechanical problems. And surprisingly enough, uh, exercise helps them. So if, you have, if you're in pain, back pain or leg pain, whatever it is, go for a walk and you'll find that the pain will go away. Uh, and that, then you know, then you know for sure that that pain is due to just wear and tear as we get older, uh, and uh, uh, we just need to ride with it and 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 use exercise as a way of, as a way of uh, of helping with the pain rather than rather than taking medication. Of course, uh, there may come a time when the pains are so bad uh, that they may need to take anti-inflammatories or they may have to take uh, pain tablets um, to try and relieve the pain. But but these pains usually come on and off, uh, uh, you know, to, through the year. Uh, they may be there for a while and then they go away and they come back again for a while and they go away. What they need to do is they need to work out uh, what brings it on. Sometimes it's sitting that brings it on. Sometimes it's uh, lying down that brings it on. I just need to find out uh, what what causes the problem and try and change the situation, try and change the posture and try and do things differently uh, to, to accommodate the pain. Uh, Ibrahim says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Bruce Chef and Dr. Faru Kafiji. You guys were talking earlier on of uh, talking it out. But uh, doctor, I want to tell you and Chef, in fact, for some people, you know, talking can make things worse. <laughs> uh, 
Doctor, how do you respond uh, to Ibrahim there? I mean, <laughs> some people really, they can make you feel way down, Doc. <laughs> See, there are people uh, who give you positive vibes and there are people who give you negative vibes. We need to separate the two. When we are talking to people, we need to ask ourselves, is this person good for me or is this person bad for me? And, and, uh, and you hope in the meantime that it's not one of your family members, close family members. Because what you really need to do is once you've identified that every time I talk to this person, I feel despondent, I feel bad, I feel uneasy, I feel restless. Uh, that's a negative relationship you have with this person. There you need to avoid the person. Minimal contact if it's your relative. If it's not your relative, somebody, some friend or whatever it is, acquaintance, avoid them completely. Avoid them. Those people who make you feel good, those people who, who, make, who, who encourage you, uh, those people who settle you down and make you feel calm, those are the people that love you and those are the people that you need to gravitate to. You need to go towards them and, and spend more time with them and make friends with them and uh, put your resources in them. And, and, and you find that you'll be a much happier person. So, so don't, you know, a first encounter, second encounter will tell you whether the person is a positive person or a negative person. And uh, uh, you just try and avoid those negative people because they will make you feel negative and they'll, pay, they'll make you feel hopeless and they will put you, they'll put you down into a dump and, and create a problem for you. Absolutely brilliant, uh, Doctor. Uh, did you have your carpenter near you this morning? I heard some drilling in the background. Oh, you put new uh, wooding flooring. What were you doing, Doc? No, it's a unit above me that's, uh, that's doing their bathroom. <laughs> and, okay. And I think they removed their tiles. Yeah, we just took okay. a bad day. All right, uh, Paul, uh, Doctor, I thought Doctor had a generator on. Well, he said, hey, you know what? Let me change the timber and put something new. Doctor, you were absolutely, mashallah, this evening. Perhaps uh, your parting words? Yeah, yes, you know, this is really a traumatic moment for us as Muslims, what's going on. Uh, but uh, we must be encouraged by the fact that the whole world is now turning in favor of, uh, uh, of, the, of the oppressed, of people who are being victimized. Uh, the, the whole world is turning towards them. And in fact, uh, it has created uh, a, a, an inquiring mind um, from, from, from non-Muslims about Islam, trying to find out how can these people believe so strongly in Allah Ta'ala? How can they go on with this, uh, not uh, leaving everything to, to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? And uh, uh, with, with, you know, if it was any other population, uh, it would have... Uh, it would have caused major problems um, uh, in uh, uh, in the population. I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, these people are not going to have mental mental health issues. That we we will need at the end to send in a lot of mental health people to try and counsel them and try and get them off this post traumatic stress syndrome that they will all be suffering from. Uh, the, those that are resilient uh, will, will help. Uh, can help the ones that are a bit weaker. But the whole world is watching this, and we need to take uh, encouragement from this and say that, you know what, this is a massive Dawah movement. Uh, and, and that's why I say that Hamas has won the war, because it's not only a war of, of the narrative, of the wrong, the lies that have been fed to people all these years, it's also the Dawah of this, uh, of that, that's, that has emanated from, from this conflict, uh, which we need to reinforce. We need to help to reinforce it and try and spread it even further. Zakallah khaira, doctor. Those were wise words from a wise physician. You have a lovely and a beautiful evening ahead. Inshallah, we'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for the Isha Azan, and Inshallah, we will continue after that.